intervention, prevention, intervention. Should we have one on the show? We're going to find out. Are you going to blame it on the alcohol or nah? We'll stay tuned and we're going to talk about it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love the Glee version too, but that's also because I'm just a Glee person. <laughs> oh, oh precious. And Verizon, yes. <laughs> hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Carmichael After Show. We're on episode eight. And it's, you know, we're like, coming to an end. We're coming to an end. Oh, it's actually a little sad. But this episode was super funny, titled Intervention. I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And love Shay Butter on Snapchat, ladies. What's up, guys? This is Marielle Turner. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marielle underscore Turner. What's up, everybody? I am Shannon Clark. And you can find me on all things social media at I am Shannon Clark. Well, we're going to get into this episode. Um... I just find it hilarious. Okay, so obviously they talk about when they first enter the scene, they're talking about a fake moon landing because only two only two countries landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. Russia and America. <laughs> Were those fake? Personally I don't care, but he makes a good point. <laughs> the good the point is like that if we lied about it, yeah. It would be so American. It would. <laughs> also, but when you think about it, why are only Russia and America the only two countries that went to the moon? Right. How come Japan don't want to go? How come Germany don't want to go? Yeah, Japan and China, they're, they're definitely smart enough to go. Yeah. Right? I don't know. So, Maybe it's like a been there, done that, you know? Like, eh. Babe, let's babe, move, we're not move above ones. that. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't be the only ones, at least that, if anything. Right. Yeah, I agree. But in walks Bobby with this sunglasses on, and Gerard's like, you cannot walk in a place with these sunglasses on until you've done something important or something that matters. Right, right. Which is just a funny sentence to just say, but even if you're saying to your brother, it makes a lot of sense, but it's also just like, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> right, if I want to wear sunglasses inside, let me wear my sunglasses. But Bobby's just not really cool, though. So. <laughs> He's not. He's got to kind of be cool. I mean, I, I think he it's tight either way to wear shades inside of any place, but... I mean, you at least got to be cool. <laughs> that is true. So, but he takes off his sunglasses to find out that Nikisha has been drinking a lot lately, and mm-hmm. the fact that she has been drinking a lot lately, she ended up punching Bobby. Right, right. And Mama Bear is coming out in Miss Loretta Divine. Cynthia's not having it, and she wants to jump him to show more bruises <laughs> so they can make a report. Right. I thought this was interesting. Uh, the topic of like domestic. Violence and domestic abuse when, you know, if we if we flip the paradigm and say, you know, when the woman is beating Yeah, I thought that was amazing like role reversal of a of a powerful act that's been happening for years and years and years. Right. Mm -hmm. The fact that it was a woman that punched a man, even though we all know Nikisha's the man in the the relationship, we all understand that. But still That is a right. The role reversal is amazing to see. Right. I mean, I, I'm sure it happens a lot, but oh, it, it is also interesting to see how Bobby just, you know, he wasn't ashamed. You know, he's, that's why you gotta love Bobby. As a <laughs> he, he's gonna let it all out, and he doesn't really care how it makes him look. And you know, he came flat out and he was like, "Nikisha punched me in my face." Like, yeah, I love that because I think 
Um, oftentimes, you know, if a man is abused by mm-hmm. his woman, he might feel ashamed to say it. Right. Like, of oh, course. like, um, like they were saying, like, oh, you got hit by a girl, and it right. was this big funny thing. So the fact that Bobby said that, I think, is very Bobby, and like, yeah. one of the reasons why he's great. Laurel, <laughs> no, he's amazing. Um, and so Joe decides that um, they should do an intervention, prevention mm-hmm. intervention, when in his words means. A pre-intervention, so you don't really have to go to a real intervention because a, when you're in a real intervention, you're it is too, too late. Far, right? It's yeah. too far. That is I'm a lot to say, back. everybody. Just so you understand, it's a lot. That's a lot of intervention. You try to say that intervention, prevention, intervention five times fast and see where you end up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but we're gonna progress. So Nikisha comes and like Nikisha wants you to sit in the center of the room, right? And we're gonna go around the circle and shame you into recovery. Mm. Though I really believe that actually that somehow some people will work when they when they actually trying to do an intervention. But I love Cynthia's. It was amazing. I, uh, well, no, it was before that. It was like Nikisha came in. She was like, Bobby, you snitch? You snitch asshole. <laughs> I wrote it, I wrote it down. I just it like, was so, like, abusive. She, it was, but it was so funny. It was, but it was like, I might have to use that on somebody. Like, I don't know when and I don't know how, but I'll have to use that because that was funny as hell. But I, then we come to find out that Nikisha didn't, Punched him in drunk. the eye because she was drunk. She punched mm-hmm. him in the eye because he poured out all her liquor. My wet at that, which I don't know how expensive it is over the counter, but in the club it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Either way, just don't pour my liquor out. <laughs> right. I might too punch you in the eye. Like mm-hmm. if you pour my alcohol out. So that's probably not the best way to go about it if you feel like the person you're living with is drinking too much. Like right. don't just go straight to pouring out the alcohol. Maybe nah. you should have a conversation first. You know, it's it's steps to this. Especially so. I, I think in the, in the I think in this way, if you're an adult, yes, talk to the person. Don't just pour out their liquor. I think it's if you're a child and you're pointing out to your parents, like that's a totally yeah. different mm-hmm. spectrum right. and everything. As adults, just you're adults, right? Don't like I f- just talk. You right. you have a mouth. I'm just saying, use it. Mm-hmm. But that is not an excuse. It's not to an put excuse it out there to, to be punch anybody, snip others, people. Let's not do that. Yeah, just love. <laughs> like, say no to violence. I'm a lover. I'm saying personally, like, I'll tell you real quick. You only gonna get one, so make it count. Cause then I go to jail for attempted murder. So then so, after they after they all sit say. down, they find out that uh, right, isn't it that Nikisha is drinking because she's going through a lot, a lot of stress. Right. Like her right. nephews finally moved in. Her one foster mom died. The second foster mom died. The grandma who took care of her is a junkie grandma. Her sister's back in jail. Her right. sister's back in jail. And that's a lot of stress to, right. like, put yourself through and to, like, be dealing with and try to really be calm about right. it. But her time. take on it was, like, just regular stuff. Just regular life stuff. Because, like, in the, the black community, that's kind of, that's it. That is regular life stuff. Right. That is stuff, yeah, like, you, you deal with your, your sister's in jail, your dad's in jail, your mom's in jail. Right. And you kind of got to be, the, like, maybe the only normal one, but you kind of don't know how to cope. Some people, like Gerard said, you do cigarettes. Mm-hmm. That's normal. Yeah, that's how you deal with stress. Right. Yeah. I think that part too um, resonated within me because, you know, in, in our community, in the black community, sometimes, and, and not for everybody, but for a lot of us, um, our lives and our households are just so dysfunctional mm-hmm. that we, you know, we learn how to work through that and make it functional. Right. So much so until it's almost it, it almost becomes normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just think that you know after. 
Nikisha gave like that slew of issues that she was going on. It was like, you know, just regular life stuff. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was interesting. And I think you're right, especially in the black community, people have a tendency to self-medicate. Right. Whereas like, I'm dealing with <laughs> oh so much. Oh my gosh, it's not even funny. Um, You know, I gotta do something. I gotta, right. And that's like awesome. People fall in addiction with alcohol and right. drugs, drugs and all these other things. Absolutely. It's a way to self-medicate so you don't have to feel the stress and yeah. feel the pain and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Lou Wop in the chat. Thanks for joining us. Lou What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to... I, got, I was stealthily doing this. So, yeah. If my face was down, guys, it was because I was trying to, like, sneak it. Um, what I, I... But you're right. Like, in black communities, especially, self-medication, mm-hmm. smoking, it's, like, everyday life. It's right. what you do to cope. And it's... To us, like, it's not exactly an addiction. Mm-hmm. Because for some people, it's not an addiction most because I only need it this one time here or there. Or this day on that day, not like specifically all the time, but right. Maxine, that's that point. It can lead to that point where it can be an addiction. Mm-hmm. So you really need to understand what's your limit, what's your level of when you're becoming obsessed with right. it. Yeah, and I also think, you know, using a substance, you it can it's such a slippery slope when you're using it in pain, you know, because then it's like, oh, this helps me feel better. So every time I feel pain, I'm gonna go to this, and right. I feel like it can be a very slippery slope. So you do have to watch, like Maxine was saying. And I think the dynamic is interesting. We talk about prescription drugs, mm-hmm. which yeah. is what she had, versus like recreational. versus yeah. recreational right. and alcohol, which is what Nikisha had, and mm-hmm. it's like. You know, she's saying it's okay because it's prescription, but is it really okay? I think you really have to be careful and, you know, like Gerard was saying, know yourself, know your limits. Um, Because something that is leisure can turn to excess really quickly when your life dynamic changes. You know what I mean? Um, You know, you might light up a J or take a shot of Patron or anything, you know, just after a long, you know, just because you want to, right? right? You know, it's just you're doing it socially, but... If you start having, you know, you get fired from work and then that one shot turns into two shots and then <laughs> right. that marijuana blunt turns into like, you know, a, you know, pills. I mean, where where do you draw the line mm-hmm. at? But that brings an interesting question because while we were watching the episode, it like made me think because we all have our own vices. Right. We all have things we do that help us fight anxiety, help us fight stress, just make us feel good. Do mm-hmm. you, so do you ladies have any vices? It doesn't necessarily have to be a drug or anything, but, like, do you right. have advice that you automatically will go to? I think one thing I picked up this year, actually, is that when I'm feeling really stressed or, like, I'm just constantly thinking in my head, I work out. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a way for me to relax and to be focused and singular on that one thing and kind of not think about my stress. So that's not really advice, per se, but it is something that I do when I'm feeling Super stressed. healthy, definitely not. <laughs> Very healthy. <laughs> Me, I don't have any um, vices as far as, uh, you know, you know, alcohol or drugs or anything like that. What what could be advice for me is that I kind of shut down and I, you know, I become kind of angry when things aren't, you know, going my way or I'm overwhelmed like any average, you know, person would do. But, um... I have a tendency of, like, running people away, you know, because I don't want to give them that bad energy. So I'd rather, you know, before I take it out on you or lash out on you, mm-hmm. I'd rather ignore your phone call or just not be around right. you, which causes me to, like, seclude into that, you know, and it, you can get really sunken into, you know. Isolation. Isolation and, like that, mm-hmm. which equally isn't good, you know what I mean? But that's my, I think it's a vice because it's something that isn't necessarily the greatest thing. I had, like, two vices. Like, growing up, uh, I remember I was 10, and my uh, there was a 
custody battle for me. And I asked my aunt, I was like, why do you smoke? She was like, it relieves my stress. And so when, as I got older, like I was like 16. Oops, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not yourself right now. I don't, that's a statute of limitation. I can't go to jail for this. Okay, so um, so I started a stealing. I took a couple of my dad's cigarettes, and I would smoke whenever like my, my actual mom would come around, and she would stress me out. I'm just tired. And then like when I got to college, I realized I'm just like, I really don't, first of all, I don't really need to smoke. Second of all, why am I letting you have this power over me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So after that, I haven't, I've never taken a smoke ever since college. Right. Like my first year, I was just like, you're not worth my time. I got, I, seriously, <laughs> like, I, I shouldn't, you shouldn't have this power over me anyway. So, like, I'm, I'm like, you know, taking it back. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I do is, like, when I'm really sad, I, like, just shut down emotionally. Like, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm there, but, like, nothing hits me. And, like, I go blank. Very true. Like, my friends have seen it happen where I, I, I can function, but I can't function. Like, I, I know what's being said to me, but nothing's getting past anything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just right, blank, right. and, like, I hear you, but, like, nothing's affecting it. Right. That's not a healthy way to deal with things either, mm-hmm. but that seriously is just how it takes, how long it takes me to work through emotional stress. Right. 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 To process it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think everybody, you know... It can be difficult to deal with, you know, those hard feelings, those hard emotions. And so I think it does make sense to, if you, it's like a, oh, I have to run away from this. Or I have mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of go in my own little world. Because I do that as well, dealing with stress. So, I mean, it definitely makes sense to me. What was interesting to me in this episode is towards the end of the episode where we find out that it's not just Nikisha that has that, you know, that mm-hmm. that vice, you know. I mean, it's, you know, Maxine when we find out that, you know, she is prescribed Xanax and that right. she does take them semi-regularly. It's crazy because it's like coming from, you know, a background similar to Nikisha or Nikisha would be like, why are you having issues when you were, you, you were born with the silver spoon? You have a, you know, your dad is financially stable. Your, your family is great. You know, what's your issue? You know what I yeah, mean? But like, like mm-hmm. we learned by Monsignor, she has her own dysfunctional. It this might be true. white bread dysfunctional, yeah. but it's dysfunctional. No, it's never real. It's a, it's a very, real it's a very yeah. real, no matter, like, no matter if you're white or black, everybody goes through their own stamp of dysfunction. And she is a divorced kid. Right. And that's the own, that's the own different mindset in and of itself, being right. a kid of divorced parents yeah. and having mm-hmm. to work out that and then also being biracial that's right. another thing you have to work out oh no too. definitely I just was interested in seeing the other side the, I know yeah. I, no, I'm agreeing with you yeah, I just like yeah, that, yeah. but that's also just interesting to see because you know Maxine's always been put together and she always right. the voice of reason or mm-hmm. try to be the voice of reason with all the Carmichael people yeah. to yeah. get them to see that side yeah that vulnerability but like she went lot. in she, she was like I, I judge you people um <laughs> like the children of the, the children <laughs> soldiers of the south of Sudan Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's what I love. It's like it's showing that there's so many different levels to stress and mm-hmm. to like what you're dealing with. Somebody else might be like, "That's nothing," and right. then for that person, that's like it's very real. Right. It's you. very real, right. and that's something. Like this show really pushes the boundaries, mm-hmm. especially the ending. Like, <laughs> I wrote, I wrote down some stuff. Do just three words. Just say when and um, use, but don't abuse. Right. I was like... I thought he was going to say, just say no. I really did, too. I was not even sure. I actually thought that he was going to say, don't say no. But I thought that was, like, such a good play on, you know, those after-school PSAs from, like, the 80s and the 90s. Like, just say no, we're on drugs. <laughs> and he had his... What is it? Like, a, like, was it a hello, day? Hello, kids. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He, 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 he was like, I love you. But you're really stressing me out. I'm going to I'm gonna get high 
and I'm gonna go, go sleep. sleep. I'm like, it's true. Mm. Oh, hey. <laughs> personally, I am not 420 friendly, but that's a me thing because I just don't do the smell, and it just really it like it messes up my system. Mm-hmm. But I, I literally understand like how people can just like want it, just like chill out. Personally, give me a good song to relax to. Give me some cookies. <laughs> give me some ice cream. Give, give me a scoop. I'm not an ice cream, ice cream person. I'm not an ice cream person. I'm, I, I'm like. I'm the weirdest person. Like, I, you know, vanilla icing you get in the store? Right. I put it in the freezer. Right. And then I eat that. No, we oh. laugh, but that's an addiction. Right. People eat themselves out of depression. Sugar which is, and eating is, yeah, can be a vibe. I'm meant to go to sleep. Give me a cookie. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to turn on Shrek the Musical. I'm going to tune you out. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Because, like, it's three in the morning. I personally, if I was dry, I would have just went to, on the couch. Like, if you that, if you want to be that. About it. You could just I would have just fell asleep. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have yeah, even. Because when I'm tired, it just doesn't even matter, really. Right. <laughs> but I think that oh, was thanks like for the... joining us. Thank I cannot you. read uh, Tanisha Carpenter. Oh, I hope I said that. Actually, just say when. <laughs> just say when, right? Right. And Dope. I'm just like, man, they, this this show they push it to the limit, and it, I just like that was just hilarious to me. That it was because it was like this, like this light, this light mood, like. Lighting him coming down like a little right. fire, fire and then the reading rainbow at the end. I was like, Oh, that's a TBT right there. PBS like, taking it back. PBS. Oh my gosh, I miss reading rainbows. Like, I'm really gonna right. miss this show. Um, mm-hmm. I think we all can say seriously that this show means so much to all of us. Just like she's like, it's like we're like in a blackish episode, but like. I love Blackish, but this show like seriously just pushes the element also because they're all adults and that yeah. you are allowed to when you're all adults to touch on really tough topics. Mm-hmm. And That's true. Three seasons, I seriously want more. They want more. <laughs> Netflix, if you're listening, if you're watching, we want more. Amazon Prime. Uh, what what else? Um, full screen. Go ninety. Uh, now Facebook seems like it. Right, they're getting into the YouTube game. TV. Yeah. Pick them up. Just saying. Uh, we want all of it to be picked up. We, we're we seriously, like, even if this is a, the last season for us, we're just going to be blessed that you guys blessed us with it because we yeah. learn mm-hmm. and we're teaching other people about yeah. what goes in our community and how we feel about it. True. Yeah, because it's definitely. not it's not trying to be judgy or anything like that. It's just so you understand that this is how we see things mm-hmm. as, a, as a race, as a people. And it's not wrong or it's not right, but it's our own truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's for the culture, you know. It's necessary. Right. Culture, I like I that. Agree. It's for the culture. <laughs> it's for the culture. For the culture. And guys, unfortunately, that is our end. We will see you guys next week. Again, I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Love Shay Bun on Snapchat. And tomorrow, Daytime Divas at 6 with special guest Nina, Camille. I cannot wait. Gotta kick it up. Yes. Guys. What's up, guys? This is Marielle Turner. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marielle underscore Turner. And on Mondays, uh, doing the after show for Claws. So check that out. So what's up? Once again, it's Shannon Clark. You can find me on all things social media at I am Shannon Clark. Bye, guys. Love you. You guys yes. are amazing. Thanks a lot. It's in the chat. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.